0: You, you, you didn't have to get engaged to Ariana Grande
1: to come on our show. We, but I did, both.
0: <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah, though. You did. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. you, you Thanks. Know, you know we, we love her so much, as well, yeah, I love I you too. i feel like I won a contest. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so sick. How are you? How are you handling it all right now? lit
2: jimmy
1: <laughs> oh my well, i
3: was thinking i was gonna say that but it's you so the, lit YouTube. it's so funny to walk down the street because like dudes are walking by and they're like yeah
2: <laughs>
3: like you, <that>? ever see, <laughs> you ever see that Derek gita commercial where yeah. he was like
0: retiring and everybody just tips his hat? that's you know? <laughs> right it feels like so, that yeah some dude came up to me he was like yo man you like gave me hope <laughs> So the wow. odd
1: looking uh, dorky gangly Pete Davidson of Saturday Night Live is dating one of the hottest pop stars or going to marry one of the hottest physically attractive pop stars in the world. They've been dating for three weeks, but he says it's uh, he's, three
3: weeks.
2: Yeah. It was somewhere around the month thing. Yeah, he's a, he hey he's he's got to get it get it in while he can get you know get the get the commitment. She's the she's the earner here. He's got to get the the prenup taken care of.
1: And he's mostly famous for talking about his mental illness openly, which he's uh, oh, uh, yeah. applauded a lot for talking about how he's bipolar and depressed and all these different sorts of things. So I wish so. those
3: two kids the best, but I got I, a, I got a bit of a bad feeling. And
1: they're both in their early twenties. Yeah. Um, and uh, he bought her a ninety eight thousand dollar ring. All right and she's the rich one but
2: uh not you know no, we're the out. rich ones now honey <laughs>
1: <laughs> good point but yeah he said average looking dudes say hey you gave me hope maybe i can pull that off but i wanted to mention jimmy fallon there the host of the tonight show did an uh, interview recently where he said he regrets um, uh, playing along with donald trump during the campaign and like messing his hair up and playing games with him stuff like that and Oh, how so much his audience
3: hates him for that. And he wishes he hadn't done it. Should have should have just made it clear that I'm with the resistance from the beginning.
1: I I don't know what he would have done differently. Yeah, right. That's fine.
3: So uh, back to this survey of what it means to be a man, a manly, manly man. Uh, I'm intrigued by a lot of these results. Um, We talked about what men worry about on a daily or near daily basis. And the top thing was your weight, 54 percent. And then finances was right below it. But. I worry about hmm. both those things every day. Well, worry—I don't know that I worry, but I think about them. Those were the top ones. The bottom ones, counting down to the bottom, things you worry about the least. Well, it's guy—it's the results. No, it's—it's it's the the fewest respondents cited this as something they worry about on a daily basis. Gotcha. Nineteen percent said your hair or hairline. Yeah, no, Well, I'd say it's if you are at the point where it's receding, then you might worry. Once it's receded, uh...
1: I've never thought about it a second in. Uh... Many decades. I uh, feel bad for you if you have to occupy any of your time with that.
3: Your clothing or style is 18%. 13% is the appearance of your genitalia. I've never worried about that it's, either. That's it, my it, answer. It's not the appearance. It's the number of appearances that concerns me. Uh, your height, 6%. I'm never worry about that. None of the above. Worries, worries for, for homos. I don't worry about anything. 13%. How how do you not worry about any of that stuff on a daily or new? Well, I don't know. I just forget about it. Right. There you go. Uh, Being a man at work. How would you say it's an advantage to be a man at your work right now? Top response was men are taken more seriously. 23%. Hmm. Well, that's the highest number. Men make more money, eighteen percent. Men have I, more. My
1: my first answer off the top of my head would be there is no advantage to being in a man at
3: work. You know what? I'm sorry that I should have said that. None of the above is the number one response. Sixty yeah. percent. Why would there be an advantage? Well, I,
1: I I can reach things on top of things. I can
3: if there's something just, heavy to be lifted. Generally, <laughs> uh, um, I, I think women would, many women would would disagree. Okay. Um. So which, what that, you know what that is? Then so that's uh, what's
1: that? Uh, I don't know my own privilege thing.
3: Oh, it's a male privilege, yeah. you might say.
1: Cuz I don't rec- I don't notice any advantages that I have, but I would like right. to have women explain to me what the advantages
3: are that I have. Yeah. But as usual we reach the point in the discussion of privilege where I say, well, that's uncool if there's discrimination, I'm against that. Now what am I supposed to do? Text line. Feel bad or or punch myself in the face or or pay reparations or what? Text line ladies ladies tell
1: me what uh, advantages i don't recognize that i have as a male at work 415295kftc so
3: 60% said none of the above would you how would you say it's a disadvantage to be a man at your work right now number one response 42% greater risk of being accused of sexual harassment clearly yeah none of the above tied at 42% mm. uh, greater risk of being accused of being racist or sexist 38%
1: I would go with the none of the above. I don't think there's any disadvantage to being a male at work
3: either. Um, well, I, on a theoretical level, being accused of sexual harassment, I guess.
1: But I don't ever think about
3: it. Um, there's, You know what? There's a story. This uh, civil rights activist gal, Sherita Dixon Cole, pulled over by a Texas uh, copper who suspected her of DUI, and uh, she claimed the trooper repeatedly told her he would let her go in exchange for sexual favors. When he she said no, the trooper sexually assaulted her, The her lawyer jumped in, social activist Sean King started posting, blah, blah, blah. She made it all up. Made it all up. And actually, the lawyer guy said, well, the, what he said was pretty interesting. Um He said, it is deeply troubling when innocent parties are falsely accused, and I am truly sorry for any trouble these claims may have caused the officer and his family. I take full responsibility for amplifying these claims to the point of national concern. That's a good apology by the lawyer, by the way. But that copper was sure at a greater risk of sexual harassment because he was a dude. um, Or or being accused of it. Um, But again, none of the above was the most popular answer. Uh, Dating and relationships... How often do you be try to be the one who pays when on a date? Always, always. So you'd say always. Don't um, try to
1: be. I think I've always paid.
3: You know, I've been married since nineteen oh eight, so I'm having trouble remembering. Uh, only th- I, I go in with the assumption that I'm paying right. for every date. Sure. All right. Me too. Uh, Thirty-five to sixty-four is it was fifty-five percent. Interestingly, it's a slightly less, 53% for 65s and up. So you know, if I'm uh, rocking the retirement community, I'm going Dutch. And, you need know, you a fixed income.
1: You can make sure. all the claims you want about uh, there's no difference between men and women and all this different stuff. Um, and you can try as hard as you want. But the vast majority of women, you go out on dates with dudes, and they don't even make a motion to pay or anything like or that. Or
3: they just say, why don't we split this? You're
1: not into them. That's just I well, guarantee. Well, that would be hypocrisy, you. Jack. I would guess it's more. It's
3: like eighty percent of women, ninety percent of women feel that way. It's right. certainly over half. O- of course, way over half of women don't express some of the feminazi, forgive me, Rush, uh, attitudes that you hear in sure. the mainstream media uh, that's true. and your progressive activist type stuff. Most women don't believe that stuff. It's a very narrow band of people. But anyway, always is uh, oh this. It's a broken up by age group. What age group do you want to hear about? 18 to 34s, 35 to 64s? I certainly have never been on a date with somebody
1: that, like like, when I went to pay, they would say, how dare you assume that you're paying, that you're providing the meal? You're right. Without even never. asking me. I've never had that happen no. once in well, my on life. On
2: occasion, they'd say, hey, let me help out with that, yeah. or let me get the... Or, and, yes. You know, and you just have the, the conversation
1: there. I drank there. a lot. I should pay for some of this.
3: So 18 to 34s <laughs> are probably doing the most dating, right? So let's look at those. Only 36% say always. 22% say often sometimes is twenty four percent three percent rarely twelve percent of 18 to 34 say they never try to be the one who pays well you're a cheap bastard i respect the hustle though <laughs> well yeah you're a you're a conning chicks out of meals what's the matter with you be a man man um i wonder if they just dine and dash and they just turn their date into an adventure
1: hey look at that
2: and you run out the door <laughs>
3: Come on, let's go. As with the behavior in the workplace, hashtag Me Too has not led most men to rethink their typical dating behaviors. That's because the vast majority of men's typical dating behaviors, I say, are are, are fine. They're gentlemanly, or at least the majority. Um, I like this one. When you want to be physically intimate with someone, how do you gauge their interest? How asleep they are, right, Bill Cosby? Oh, boy. Every situation is different, said 60% of respondents <laughs> yeah. who are correct.
2: In other words, you can't, like, put rules on it. Yeah, A 15-page multiple-choice questionnaire that I hand them at the end of the date. It's that, Great.
1: it's that complicated nonverbal
3: communication that we don't even understand ourselves. It's funny. Virtually every answer is the same. Every situation is different. It's 59%. Read their physical body language to see if they're interested, 46%. Are they naked? <laughs> are they saying blank me? Is it always clear how to gauge someone's... Oh, I'm sorry. It isn't always clear how to gauge someone's interest. Correct. Which is the same as every situation is different. Ask for a verbal confirmation of consent. 31%. Make a physical move to see how they react. 29 What would you think of this? <laughs> other. 7%. <laughs> other. What's physical, the other? I call, like call her mom. Call her mom. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Hey, Jones. This, sh- my name is Joe Getty. Hi. <laughs> other. Hmm.
1: So that's sex. It's something, isn't it? And see how they respond.
3: <laughs> Sometimes I like to have sex with people. How about you? That's uh, that's that's the most important part. Mm.
1: Um, uh, pay this off since we just played the clip of Ariana, the Ariana Grande Pete Davidson engagement came up. Ariana, we got this text. I don't completely know what it means. Ariana Grande loves the soy boys. I don't know that. Oh,
2: yeah. Is that a thing, Sean? What is that? Uh, A soy boy is like somebody who eats, like, tofu, right? It's kind of like a vegan dig, right? You get your protein from soy. Okay. Soy boy. Ariana
1: Grande loves the soy boys because feels. If you are low T, she's into you. That means she wants control. Train wreck coming in one, two, three, past the popcorn.
3: Oh, so she's looking for a girly man to dominate. Okay. Okay. Friggin' soy boys. I've never heard that expression. To marry? Huh. Or, or she's just gonna, you know, toy with them, then dump them. Out of cruelty? That, she's a bad girl. Oh. She's a donut lapper, isn't she? Did she lick that donut? Yes, that was her.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she was very young. Wasn't she a teenager when she did that? I think she still hates And she said she <laughs> hates America. <laughs> I think she's still a teenager. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
0: Armstrong and
3: Getty. The conscience of the, of, of the nation. I'm
0: a gonna raise a fuss. I'm a gonna raise a holler. About a working old summer just to try to earn a dollar. Here is a complete disc jockey show with all the modern pace of today's exciting radio. And you got first day of summer, astrologically
1: speaking, but of course, summer really begins Memorial Day weekend, right? Uh, it's the longest, it is the longest day of the year, though. There's getting no getting around that. Uh, the first lady has gone to the border. Check out the
3: U.S.-Mexico border. She's going to go spank those kids for crying too much. We
1: heard that and wondered, what is she wearing, since that will be the, the only topic that comes out of this? What, did, we, find we, we. did we wonder that? Well, that's, that's what the media will report on, right? She's wearing her... Uh, children in cages heels or whatever they'll call it <laughs> that hair is inappropriate for crying children shockingly she's wearing a giant novelty sombrero oh my like god like she's in a mariachi van that is
3: really really like she's inappropriate. singing happy birthday at chevy's it's even got the uh the the fluff balls hanging off of it yeah, yeah.
1: the chevy's restaurant birthday sombrero <laughs> right and she's not wearing a sombrero but she is wearing like this safari
3: kind of clothes like she's Gone into the outback. Well, uh, what do you want her to wear? You just criticize do you criticize men like this? No. Huh? No, I don't. Only okay. foreign models. There you go. <laughs> In before uh, preemptive shot against the late night hosts
2: all making the she's making a run for it joke. Exactly. Right. I expect those there tomorrow. you go, Jimmy.
3: Enjoy making that
2: joke. All the Jimmy's no, Seth.
1: I don't care what she wears, but what she wears gets commented on a great deal by the, by the media whenever she shows up somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I guess this shows it's an attempt to show compassion or something, I guess. Right.
3: I think that's precisely correct. It's an attempt to show compassion or something. It's exactly right.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is semi breaking news. Um, It looks like the House immigration bills. Both of them are on the brink of failure. As predicted. Uh, Will they as of noon? In Washington, D.C., which it's a noon 20-something, in Washington, D.C., uh, there's no plan to pull the bills. The, Paul Ryan was asked, will you pull the bills if there's obviously not enough support? He said, we'll cross that bridge. If we get to it, I would I would guess that they do, right? Is there any point in voting on them? If you know they're going to fail? Mm, well, yes, but... He, he said it's an opportunity to find out what people think about immigration.
3: Yeah, that's something. true. There, There is an aspect of it that I like. On the other hand... Some pretty reasonable people who I would probably support will stick their neck out, vote for a compromise. It'll go nowhere, and they'll get primaried from the left or from the right uh, and, and and get tossed out of office for casting a vote for a bill that will never exist or never pass.
1: Some of the more conservative House members don't like the path to citizenship for the so-called dreamers, the DACA children which most many of which are now grown up well, i think they all are um, virtually all yeah. uh, and so some people don't like it for that reason and then you got like this one republican some republicans don't th- um here's a republican from texas of all places that the, he said the bill is uh, see if i can find the exact quote representative will heard of texas said the bill provides too complicated a path to citizenship for dreamers who came here illegally as children So he thinks it's too difficult for the DACA people to become Mm. citizens. And he's a Republican.
3: And he's a Republican from Texas. Wow. Which is surprising. This goes to show the challenges of this. You know, it's funny. I should know better. He could represent Austin, for all I know. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Sure. Um, As a Californian, I really ought to know better than this. And I do, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's part of me that would like to see the immigration fine divided into, say, six chunks or Newt Gingrich used the, the, the number eight yesterday in an interview, so I'll say eight. Divide up all of the immigration issues into eight distinct votes. Maybe the DACA recipient people are one. Uh, is there going to be a, a, a border wall where a wall makes sense? Uh, what about people who have been here for 10 years, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Um, you know, just divide it into eight different aspects, and then have America vote on it. Anything that gets two-thirds of the American people, that's the new law. Because Congress isn't gonna get anything a national done. referendum? Yeah. And just yeah. end this for God's sake. And, and the people who do wait in line and follow the rules, quit abusing them too. Would you have to alter the constitution to pull that off? Probably. So oh, and and we'd end up with a national bullet train for a hundred <laughs> zillion dollars.
1: That goes from Omaha to Pierce, South Dakota. <laughs> right. um, it's
3: only five hundred billion dollars. <laughs>
1: We project 100 million people will write it a day. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And gladly pay $1,000 a seat. <laughs> so I like to think more practically than your made-up ideas. Um, okay. I was actually thinking, could could they build... I don't know how legislation works bringing it to the floor. Maybe it's too complicated for this. It is
3: really complicated. But could but we on.
1: build toward an immigration vote day that we all just decide it's going to be, you know, July 9th? And... Same thing you were talking about, like the eight different bills that deal with different things individually, and we just build toward, call your congressman, write your congressman, they go around, they do town halls, all that sort of stuff. We're going to vote on that day, and we're going to handle this once and for all. This stuff is either going to pass or not pass. All these things. We securing the border, yes or no? The DACA people becoming citizens, yes or no? Is it uh, chain family migration, or is it
3: merit-based, yes or no? Why couldn't you do it that way? The National Deal with Immigration Day. I thought you were the one who wasn't. I thought yours was a practical idea.
1: Is that not practical? Couldn't you you just. Oh, oh, but it'll be in the House. In the House. Yeah, and the Congress people go around and they have town halls. They hear from their constituents. We write letters. We tell them what we want them to do. I
3: love the idea. We would have to mobilize it, it would have to become a hashtag or a national campaign or something like that. I don't. You know, how we got that going, I don't know.
1: We're overlooking something we talk about all the time. A lot of Republicans and a lot of Democrats don't actually want to do anything about that. Because securing the border
3: would be a huge mess for a lot of our agriculture, hotels, all that sort of stuff. Well, one of the eight bills would have to be a a simple, enforceable guest worker program. So, you know, you got the pass. You applied. You're a good guy. You want to work in the field. So come on in every year, spring and fall, whatever. We Mm -hmm. gotta have a system for that. That's, pardon me, not so effed up. Right. Melania is at one of the detention centers talking to people about again yelling at the children for crying too much. Wow.
0: (laughs) What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got more details on the first lady's visit to the border. Donald Trump speaking out on uh, the immigration reform plans and the Supreme Court's online shopping shocker coming up.
3: It's a good headline, Marshall. You're a real pro.
0: Can't believe she brought
1: maracas and she's shaking little maracas <laughs> around and stuff. This seems so pandering to me.
3: It's shocking.
1: Uh, Marshall's news on the way you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show. Wall-to-wall coverage on the cable news channels of Melania Trump at the U.S.-Mexico border. Checking out one of the shelters where they're keeping the children. Trump, President Trump obviously recognizes this is a PR nightmare and needs to get on the other side of it. Right. Send the old
3: lady down.
1: And then like it... The, the old lady. <laughs> and then Whatever. like Whatever. Whatever. As he did at the rally, he hammers on the being strict on illegal immigration, which is incredibly popular. That... Zero tolerance policy is popular. Yep. Kids in cages is not popular. Nope. So he's recognizing that. I don't, she's talking. I don't know what she's saying. (laughs) Neither do the people there. Yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. Doesn't matter. Uh, Let's get the news now with Marsha Felicity. Now,
0: Melania's spokeswoman telling CNN she wants to see what's real. She wants to see. That's good. I get it. She wanted to see as close to what she had been seeing on TV. She wants to get a realistic view of what's happening. Interesting the way these things are choreographed, because all morning long we were getting updates that Donald Trump was going to be opening up a cabinet meeting at 8.45 a.m. with some statements, very important statements. So from 8.30 or so, I've been monitoring, nothing happening, nothing happening, and we cut away to Melania's visit. So they they obviously cleared the road to get as much media coverage as they could for the First Lady's visit along the border. Last night, President Trump was defending his hardline immigration policies at a rally in Minnesota just hours after backing off the administration's efforts to separate immigrant families at the southern border. Trump denouncing his political opponents, saying Democrats don't want to solve the problem. They want to use immigration as a distraction. So they want to stay on immigration where Obama had bigger problems than anybody, where Bush had problems, where other problems... They want to stay on immigration because they don't want to go into the halls of Congress, which has totally revealed the Russian scam that's going on. Trump going you on. Know,
3: it's funny. I would cite the economy. I heard Stuart Varney talking about this this morning. I mean, the economic numbers are great right now. Great. Everything from... You know, the economic growth to wages are rising to the unemployment numbers are unbelievably low to 401ks, the number of people with 401ks and the amount in them. It's all super positive economic news. You'd never know it.
0: Trump going on to add during that discussion, have you been watching what's been going on with the inspector general's report? What a scam this whole thing is. OK.
2: OK.
1: <laughs>
0: How guilty is she?
2: OK. OK.
3: Is that a little lock locker up? Yeah, well, wow. It a little locker up. It's, you know, it's right. like going to see the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. It's a little shop-worn, but still really fun. Yeah.
0: Wow. All right, all right, my friends, get ready to start paying more when you shop online. That's because the U.S. Supreme Damn Court it! says states can collect sales taxes from internet, internet retailers. Today's really... I actually
1: have some things I'm going to buy today.
0: A friend of yours is going to buy. A friend of mine is going to buy. A and friend a of mine is lock going to buy. Yeah. Lock him up. Lock him up. Going to go shopping for that Stream you've been looking for for a while, right? <laughs> Today's ruling covers retailers who don't currently charge sales taxes to consumers. A high court changing long-standing rules that states could not collect taxes from retailers who do not have a physical presence in a state. What does it cost to
3: operate a private jet? I'm thinking of getting one. I got places I need to go. <laughs> Because I know you got to buy it first, right? But then, what does it cost to fly? My pilot
1: friend says that buying it is the easy part. Well, you got to be wealthy. Right. But uh, the maintaining it—that's where the real, that's where the money money meets the road. That's where the real cost. So is. not just
3: the, even the operating costs, but well, maintenance operating and, and, and painting, all Yeah, All okay. right, all right. I mean, just fuel costs would have to be astronomical for those and
2: things.
1: The whole thing is really expensive. You can afford—you might be able to afford to buy a plane. Operating it is a whole other story.
3: How about if I steal a plane and operate <laughs> it?
0: <laughs> Tesla is suing a former employee for allegedly hacking into company computers and divulging trade secrets. That suit was filed in federal court in Nevada. It accuses one Martin Tripp of transferring gigabytes of confidential data to unnamed third parties. Tripp is apparently a former technician at Tesla's Gigafactory in Nevada. The suit coming after the CEO, Elon Musk, sent an email to the employees saying a disgruntled employee tried to sabotage the electric car company. In the suit, Tesla's also claiming Tripp Made false claims to the media after he was not given a more senior role in the company. Musk is pursuing this flat out. And yeah, Marshall, just real quickly, I'm a
3: reasonable man. I don't need the best. I'm going to go with a Gulfstream G280. OK. Uh, the variable cost per hour. well, okay. the cost per hour to fly it is uh, about 3,200 dollars
1: per hour oh. per hour. So you're gonna do your little golf trip to wherever? It's <laughs> yes. a two-hour flight, right? You're well, gonna pay, spend six grand there and six yes. grand back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's where the cost is.
3: Six grand each. I know. Way? Well, that's what I found out when I, tried I could to- I could fly first class and hire a limo, and like get a massage with a happy ending on the way for a tiny fraction of that. Yeah.
0: Boy, that's the ultimate yep. though, I guess. Jack, you've been predicting that brick-and-mortar colleges will be a thing of the past in the not-too-distant future. Well, California is now in the process of creating a statewide online community college geared toward retraining working adults. The plan's been proposed by Governor Brown. It's going to get $100 million from this year's state budget, another $20 million annually. The curriculum going to be tailored to jobs in industries like healthcare care and advanced manufacturing. If you want to take classes it's going to be $50 per credit. Pretty uh, similar to what's being uh, charged by the traditional community colleges.
1: I wonder how long it'll take for this all to shake out. They... There's there's no reason knowledge has to be doled out mm-hmm. uh, out of uh, ancient gorgeous brick buildings. Right. Uh, I mean just, it just doesn't make any sense. With 506
3: administrators who have the title of uh... Dean of, uh, assistant dean of diversity and inclusion in diverse inclusion activities and the rest right. of it. It's just insane. Speaking of which, uh, finally, I've nailed down the price range. Uh, jets, uh, jet prices range from 3 to $90 million. Ah. Although 85% of this broker's customers buy secondhand jets. Ah, yeah. So I'm buying a secondhand jet. I'm going to spend, I don't know, $10 million. Um, guy I went to high school with just bought an eight million
1: dollar jet. Wow, Man, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> supposed that's, to be pretty nice. I'm happy for him. Depending on the size of Did the take aircraft, that back
3: to the reunion, <laughs> <laughs> just landed on the football field. <laughs> exactly. Again, I don't need the biggest one, but it can cost between seven hundred thousand. Uh, your yearly uh, cost of operating the aircraft is somewhere between seven hundred Gs and four million. Depending on, so I'm you know again I'm a practical man. I buy used cars. I just I'm a practical guy. Uh, so I'm going to buy me a three million dollar jet that's going to cost me seven hundred thousand dollars a year to operate.
0: That's my plan. All right, those of you with some money, there's another chance next month to buy one of Steph Curry's used mouth guards. California based SCP Auctions going to be selling off the mouth guard. That Steph tossed to an anonymous fan after Golden State won Game 4 of the NBA Finals in Cleveland. The uh... Would you put it in your mouth? Yes. Never Would mind I put that. I'd take the no. DNA
3: off there and clone him. Mm.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: And start selling Steph Curry clones to NBA teams.
0: This I'd one. be like
3: I'd be like you know I, I won the Kentucky Derby yeah I'd be I'd be impregnating women with, with Steph Curry well I guess I'd clone them I wouldn't need yeah, to right. right but I'd be selling Steph. Mer- of course that that sounds an awful life awful lot like an unfortunate chapter in American history so perhaps I will raise them lovingly to adulthood and then help them find employment.
0: This used mouth guard is expected to go for at least. $25,000. No, it's not. not. Yes. Ah, that
3: would be like a day and a half operating my jet. I'm not spending <laughs> that. So I was thinking about it. So if I buy a $3 million jet yes. that costs me $700 to operate it for a year, I would have to have, well, obviously, if I was thinking, yeah, I think that'd be handy for the next 10 years of my life, that's $10 million. You gotta have a lot of money. Yeah, and be making a lot of money.
1: Yeah, there's no, I, I learned this. You know, I, I rented a private jet for a Christmas to fill the family, and it's so crazy expensive. And there's nothing in between that lifestyle and first class. There's nothing in between. And one of them is you know reasonably affordable for a lot of people, even still ridiculously expensive. And the other one's for the super rich. What's there's a, nothing what in between Net for some
3: jets, reason. Jets, where you, where you like? It's a subscription that right. you can charter jets. Right. Um, although no that's what you're talking about that's yeah. a similar they, they deal, still yeah.
1: have to charge so much to cover the operating right. costs and still make a profit
3: right it's
1: right. it's ridiculous
0: well but it's what thirty six hundred dollars a mile so you from were from now an, hour. Hour. Just, yeah.
1: an I just, hour I put my kids yeah. in the luggage a mile, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. I put <laughs> my <laughs> kids in the luggage with a juice box and a little sack of pretzels yeah. Yeah. Right. you check them right my wife and I alternate sitting in a seat <laughs> wow. All right. One of us is... is always in the bathroom We buy one seat You run down the jetway,
3: hide in the junk It works most of the time
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap, that's your news I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty show The conscience of the nation Boy, these jets
3: are really nice looking That looks oh, yeah. pleasant yeah.
1: So the petering out coming up on the longest day of the year We're playing all summertime songs for you huh? oh, That's a good one, yeah I wouldn't mind hearing
3: the Who's version of Summertime Blues, M- Michael. Although there are many versions that song. Uh, some of the reviews are in for the new Jurassic Park movie. Is
1: there another Jurassic Park movie? Apparently, yeah, yeah there it just came out. If they're reviewing it.
3: I guess
2: Jurassic World. Yeah, guess okay. what? There's still dinosaurs. Mm. Damn.
1: Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. of the Trump administration's controversial family separation policy, Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen blasted by protesters overnight while trying to eat dinner at a Mexican restaurant in the nation's capital. Homeland
2: Security Secretary, Kirsten Nielsen is in a Mexican restaurant of all places. Shame on
3: you. Nielsen tried to ignore the shouting before finally leaving. You know, this is the one time someone actually wanted a mariachi band to come to their table. <laughs>
0: She was like, guys, can can you get over here? Play play that song. Play it louder.
3: (laughs) And they were holding signs that said no human is illegal.
0: Which makes
1: you
3: a freaking moron. A moron. Well, unless you are a true universalist, no no, uh, borders, global person. Is there even a name for that? Moron <laughs> <laughs> It's unnecessarily demeaning So this is breaking news on the
1: immigration thing Trump has completely backed off of this And uh So yesterday he signs the thing No more taking kids away from the parents As of today it has been announced the US government will no longer File criminal charges Against parents who cross the border illegally
3: So that Whoa. whole So uh, what, Wait a minute So the executive order was We'll keep the families together We'll have these family detention places, and they'll stay there indefinitely in spite of the fact that a judge has ruled that we can't do that. We're going to try to get her to change. So now it's, uh, all right, we won't arrest people.
1: Wow. We'll we'll go back to ignoring the crime and uh, not arresting people. So, wow, that was a brief little blip of uh, immigration craziness for a week or so. Now we're completely back to where we were before, and Congress ain't going to pass jack no, squat today. No. So we're just completely status quo, which, by the way, both parties are excited about. Somewhere, somebody somewhere is clinking champagne glasses yeah. that uh, things get to continue.
3: Oh, boy, yeah. this is no way to run a country. It's not. It's time for a monarchy. You know who? You know what? This is like free agency. we got to strike while the iron is hot. Prince William. Am I thinking of... What what are you... Wills is the older one, right? Yes, the bald one. Right. He's the heir apparent to the queen, but she hasn't retired yet. She is... Who's the backup to Tom Brady the 49ers picked up? Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Don't forget that handsome man. He's the Jimmy Garoppolo of the monarchy we got to snatch him to be our king before he takes the gig in England.
1: Because democracy is not working.
3: It's doomed.
1: That is something.
3: And now it's time for final thoughts with those two hotties, Armstrong and Getty. And the other guys, too. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody to kind of wrap things up. Hey, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Yes, tonight is among
2: my favorite nights of the year. It is NBA draft night, and I have one warning for you, professional sports franchises. Listen and do what I, the casual sports fans, say, or lest you feel the eternal wrath of my
3: booze. Huh? (laughs) Just don't post anything harsh online, Sean.
0: Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Boy, I tell you, I'm off to the Raven Social and Athletic Club to collect my U.S. Open investment returns and use that to underwrite some of my summer solstice celebration today. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, Michelangelo, what is your final thought, sir? All right, guys, you got to buy your singing fish, your chia pet, or your clapper right now where there's (laughs) no sales tax.
3: (laughs)
1: Nice. Jack, your final thoughts, sir? Longest day of the year, first day of summer. I hope you enjoy the sunshine. Um, I can't believe nothing is going to happen on immigration after all this. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's, it's the greatest failure of democracy
3: that I can think of. Because the people want it. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 I guess, yeah. My final thought is similar-ish. Uh, so I won't waste your time. Getting back to that whole manliness survey, I usually unleash this screed before or after Father's Day and didn't get to it for some reason, but uh, the overwhelming number of guys who say their dad was a huge role model, blah, blah, blah. Dads matter. Dads matter. Anybody who denies that is a liar. Dads matter to little boys learning how to be a man. Dads matter to little girls. Um, and uh, the responsibilities on your side too, fellas. You make a child, you raise that child. Unless intervening circumstances make that impossible.
1: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up
3: another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So many people to stop at the border and put in cages. It's a little time to go to armstrongandgetty.com, email us, text us, tweet at us, whatever. This couple days will be forgotten. I'm telling you, the Prince William thing is a good idea. (laughs) Mark. We need to take a serious look at it. He's a good dude, Harry. He's a d- soldier. He's honorable. He's married a hot girl. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
2: This is. Uh
0: And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
3: Thank you, and good
0: night. (laughs) The show's over. What? Bye-bye.
3: Some dude came to me and was like, yo, man, you, like, gave me hope. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.